everyone, and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, the podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm your other host, Mandy. And we are here to talk to you about all things Disney. As always. Yes. So today's episode, um, well, first of all, we're back together again. Yay! (laughs) Everybody is feeling better. Nobody's dying. Everybody's good. So we're going to... I don't know, produce some episodes for all of you because (laughs) we feel bad you didn't get any for a couple of weeks. But today's episode is about a very hot topic in the Disney community currently, and that is about our little purple imaginary dragon friend, Figment. Yes. So I'm sure you guys have all heard, because you're all Disney fanatics like we are, that there was a Figment popcorn bucket and the wait to get one of these buckets was six and a half to seven hours. Yes. So it premiered for the Festival of the Arts. And from my understanding, Figment is a very big part of Festival of the, Festival of the Arts, which would make sense because it's about being creative and painting and letting your imagination go. And that's what Figment's all about. Yep. So it makes sense that he would be the mascot. Um, and I know we touched on it in our previous episode, but yes, like Mandy said, people were waiting six and a half to seven hours to get a popcorn bucket. Um, if Figment is your dude, you go right ahead. I don't think I would personally wait seven hours for a popcorn bucket. No. But I mean, I guess if you live in Disney or like in the Orlando Disney area, area. yeah, and you get to go to the parks every day. It doesn't really matter if you're standing there. Yeah, see, we only get to go, like, once, maybe twice a year if we're lucky. So, waiting seven hours for a popcorn bucket just would not be really feasible for us. No. But again, I get it if you live in the area and you're like, well, I like him. Why not? I'm here for Festival of the Arts. Let's wait. The way to go, though, I guess, would be... If you lived in the Florida area, just, like, book a hotel, like, at All Star, maybe for, like, one day. That way you could do the early hours. And then get there first. Yeah. That'd be smart. Yeah. Well, keep those tips in mind if, <laughs> if there's ever another popcorn bucket that you really want. But because of the popcorn bucket, we are going to tell you some fun facts about our favorite little imaginary dragon, Figment, and his ride journey into imagination and all the different iterations that it's gone through yeah and i don't know why i'm thinking about this if i called him a dinosaur in the beginning of this i do know he's a dragon okay but i might have said dinosaur i don't know close enough close enough. right it's fine um okay so journey into imagination was the original name for the attraction and it debuted on march 5th of 1983 Yes, so in the original attraction, there was a man who actually invented Figment called Dreamfinder. And in the ride, he basically taught Figment how to use his imagination. Yes. And as we said, the ride has gone through many refurbs, facelifts, whatever you want to call them. So the second premiere date for the same ride was in... 1999. Yes. And in this version, there was no Dreamfinder, and you actually only caught glimpses of Figment, which I find kind of crazy that they basically were just like, you're out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, because, so the last one came out in 2001, and that is the version that we know today, and it's 
Full of figments. Figment central. Yes. So the fact that they took them out for a while, I wonder if that's because, I mean, a lot of, I feel like figment is very polarizing. I feel like I hear people either really love the character or they find him very irritating. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if they were trying to figure out where the audience would kind of stand and maybe that's why they took him out. It's possible. Of the second one. Maybe. But then people enjoyed Dreamfinder, so I don't know why he wouldn't have been... Fe- I don't know. Now I'm curious. Yes, but in the second iteration, which was called Journey Into Your Imagination, this is where Dr. Nigel Channing was introduced. Yes. Um, so in the version that we know today, the ride was made up of ten scenes where Figment is teaching us to use our imagination um, because he's learning to use his. I find it interesting that in the newest iteration of the ride, Figment is more of a an active participant, I guess, in the ride. In the other ones, he's kind of just very passive. And in the newest one, he has like more of an effect on the world around him. Yeah, it's very interesting. So when we were doing our research, Mandy and I kind of took this in opposite directions. So I found more about the ride, and she found more about Figment himself. So I'm going to go through more of my ride ones, and then she's going to take over and talk about the actual dragon. Yes. Okay, so um, at one point in time, there was a meet and greet where you could meet the Dreamfinder, and he carried around like a tiny, I guess he was a puppet, maybe, Mm. of Figment. And it was a very, very popular meet and greet at the time. I don't know why Disney stopped doing it. I wonder if it's because Dreamfinder is no longer in the ride, so maybe kids like today wouldn't even know who, who he was. was. But it was very popular at one point. Um, the reason that Figment is a dragon is because one of the Imagineers that worked on the original attraction really loved dragons, so he decided to make Figment one. Um, at one point, Kodak was sponsoring the ride, and they wouldn't want green as a color for the main character. Because of Fuji? Yeah. So they decided to go with purple, so that it wouldn't have any brand influence, which is really funny. So for all you youngins out there, Kodak and Fuji were companies that made film. So I know this is hard to believe, but back in the day... You didn't have cell phones. You had actual cameras that used actual film. (laughs) That you had to go and take somewhere to get it printed out. Exactly. So you would take the film and get it developed. But these are the people who made the film. And they were competitors. So Fuji was green, which is why Figment... Dragons are normally green. Right. But they did not want Figment to be green because of Fuji. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so at the time Figment was created, he was one of the first characters to actually be created exclusively for a theme park attraction, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Okay, we all know the song One Little Spark. It plays through the entire ride. Um, The moon sings it, which is so weird. That last room is a little trippy, (laughs) Um, but it's a very popular song, and it was written by the famous Sherman Brothers. Which is kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it is. Who would think that they would write a song for a purple dragon and a moon to sing? Right. But hey, <laughs> okay. I only have a few more. 
Um, and these are all about hidden Mickeys that you can find in the attraction. So if you're in the sight room, you can look at the dry erase board and there's a hidden Mickey there. And then in the same room, there's a pair of headphones on the table and there are Mickey ears on the headphones. And then when you are in one of the final scenes after the big blast, look at the A in action and you'll notice a Mickey head is shown. I love hidden Mickeys. They're yeah, fun. they're so interesting. Okay, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about the dragon figment himself. Not so much the ride. So, of course, you know he serves as Epcot's kind of unofficial mascot. Um, he actually starred in a series of short films that were made for schools. It was called Language Arts Through Imagination. Really? Yes, and I really wish we would have seen those in school because we did not. So <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. That's really fun. Yeah, and he also is the star of two comic book series. Really? Yep. <laughs> wow. I'm learning a lot about Figment because I didn't know any of that. Yep. Um, I think I already said this, but he was invented by Dreamfinder. And he was actually inspired by a line in the show Magnum P.I. Now, I've never watched Magnum P.I. No, I have not either. So when I was, like, reading about this, I have no idea who these characters are. and never seen this episode. But apparently this is where one of the Imagineers got an idea for Figment. In the episode, there's a character named Higgins. And his garden was being destroyed by a goat that Magnum hid there. Oh. So Magnum tells Higgins that the goat is only a figment of his imagination. And to that, Higgins replies that figments don't eat grass. Oh. So apparently that was part of the reason figment was created. They Thank honestly you. in the ride should have put figment eating grass. Absolutely. Like a blade of grass or something. Yeah, that just would have been to funny. Call back to that. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you, Magnum P.I., because without you, we may not have our little purple dragon friend. And we might not have people waiting in line for seven hours for a popcorn bucket. Exactly. Okay, so I don't know if you knew about this. Figment also appeared in a portrait in the movie Inside Out. I didn't know that. And that same portrait also appears in Toy Story 4. Oh. Now I gotta rewatch Toy Story 4 to see if I... Well... I don't like Toy Story 4. I was going to say, I don't either. <laughs> but maybe I'll just, like, find that scene. And be done. And be done. It's probably where the creepy dolls are. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. So not only is Figment kind of the unofficial mascot of Epcot, but he is also an unofficial mascot for Imagineers because, you know, they use their imaginations a lot. That's cute. And actually, the commissary at Walt Disney's Imagineering's Glendale office was once named the Figment Cafe. Figment appeared on signs, napkins, and buttons in the cafe. That's really cute. Yeah. I'm kind of sad that it's no longer Figment Cafe, though, because it says it was once called that. Oh, that's upsetting. It is very upsetting, but at one point in time, that's what it was. <laughs> Maybe people didn't want to see him anymore. Like, I don't know why, though. I don't I love know. Figment. Like I said, some people don't like him. I've seen, like, many people say that they find him, like, irritating. They don't like the ride. I think it's cute. It is cute. I think he's very mischievous and always, like, kind of causing, like, 
trouble. So I guess some people don't like the mischievous mischief. I get that because a lot of people don't like Stitch either, and I think it might be that same kind of he causes havoc. So like, right, like they don't enjoy him. I don't know because I've noticed that really anytime we put something up about like Stitch. There's, like, 50 comments that are, like, I love them, and there's 50 that are, like, I don't like Stitch. Really? Yeah. I'll have to pay really attention weird. the next time. Yeah, like, if you, or if somebody posts about him, it's very one way or the other. There's not people in the middle that are, like, he's okay. He's polarizing. He is, and I feel like Figman is, too. It's either you really like him, or he's just not your favorite. I love both Stitch and Figment, so. Yeah. Okay, do you have any other facts? I do not, but I did was interested on your opinion of the ride, because for the most part, I do love the ride, but mm -hmm. there is a room that I am not a fan of. Okay, I assume it's the smell room. It is the smell <laughs> okay. room. Okay, I was like, what room do you not like? So, we did an episode all about smellitizers in Disney, and most of them are fabulous, and I love the smell. I am not a fan of that skunk smell. Well, did you know it's actually burnt coffee beans? I did not That's know that. That's what that smell is. It's not skunk, for all of you out there. It's burnt coffee beans. That's interesting, because I wouldn't expect burnt coffee beans to smell like that. Well, I want to know, like, who tested it to be like, you know how we could get a skunk smell? Burnt coffee beans. Yeah. Like, did somebody accidentally, like, burn their coffee? Did it happen in, like, a Joffrey's, and they were like, ooh, that's gross? Like... I'm curious how that came, came about. to be. Yeah, that's interesting. Because, again, that's not like a common smell to be like, oh, it's gross. So, other than the smell room, is there anything else you don't like about the ride? Mm, no, I wouldn't say there's... No. I mean, I get a little irritated with Nigel sometimes, getting super irritated with Figment. Yeah, he's just trying to teach people, Nigel. I know, but other than that, no, I like the ride. I do too. I mean, it's definitely a weird one. Yeah. If you've never been on it, just go experience it. You kind of might feel like you're on an acid trip. Yeah. I mean, I've never done acid, but if I did... I, that's what that would be like, I probably. feel like that's what that would be like. It's very trippy, very colorful and bright, but it puts you in a good mood. It does, and I really like the music. Yeah, One Little Spark is a really cute song. The only thing I'm not a fan of other than the coffee bean smell, that moon with Nigel's <laughs> face. Okay, hold on. It's a little creepy. It's weird, and you don't expect it, and he's just there, he's singing. It, it like, reminds me of Small World. I don't know. It, it's weird. <laughs> but I really do like it, and my favorite is the final scene, when it's all the figments doing, like, all the imagination stuff, and it's, like, the big rainbow. Yes. Like, the final room is my favorite. But, I don't know. I feel like it's a ride that, if you go on it a few times... You don't have to do it every trip. Like, it doesn't change. But it's a fun ride to go on. I agree. Um, one thing I did forget to mention in my fun facts, and I believe this was from the first iteration of the ride, apparently I read somewhere that Figment really wanted to be an astronaut. Oh, that's cute. And apparently you can see him in the first iteration of the ride, in an astronaut outfit multiple times. Like, he dresses up as a lot of things, but he's an astronaut more times than anything else. That's really cute. 
You know what, Figment? You go to be an astronaut. I know. I hope he does. If what's-his-face from Rudolph wanted to be a dentist, you can be an astronaut. <laughs> I like how we go from Figment to, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer randomly. Well, just, I just thought, I want to be a dentist. And I was like, I want to be an astronaut. And it just kind of came out. But, yeah. So, like, you know, go follow your dreams. Go be an astronaut. I can never be an astronaut. I'd vomit. <laughs> See, I... I I, like, have gotten to be a little bit claustrophobic in my adult life. I never was when I was younger, so maybe when I was younger I could have been an astronaut, but not now. (laughs) I'd throw up. I'd get so sick. Even though I love space, I love viewing it from afar. (laughs) That's fair. That is totally fair. Yeah, I I don't think I could do the astronaut thing, although it would be very cool. It would be. So, one last thing. Do you know who plays Nigel Channing was? Am I supposed to? Well, his name is Eric Idle, but do you know who Eric Idle is? No. Okay, so... (laughs) I feel like this is a test. It is. (laughs) So Eric Idle is part of Monty Python. Okay. Have you ever heard of Monty Python? Yeah. So one of my very favorite movies is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes. Whenever I'm, like, in a sad mood, if I'm not... It's your comfort movie. Yeah, it's a comfort movie, but it's, like, the stupidest humor ever, and, like, most people don't get it, I don't think. Okay. But I love Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Like, they... they, It's a flesh wound. Yes, that's what that's from. Yes, you know that. I know that. Yeah, and they were, like, riding around acting like they're on horses and riding... And banging coconuts together. Love that. It's great. You go, go Monty Python. (laughs) I just had to bring that up since I love Monty Python I would have never known that. Really? No. But yeah, that's where he's from. Very interesting. So that's another fun fact. Will you go, creepy moon man? (laughs) Well, everyone, we know that our listeners are not creepy moon men. They are not creepy moon men. No, No, they're pretty awesome, (laughs) and we want to thank them now. This is for listening to the episode, Gobble Till You Wobble. Thank you to our listeners in Long Beach, California. They really like this episode. Thank you to our listeners in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Bethel Park, Pennsylvania, San Jose, California, Austin, Texas. Thank you to our listeners in Mississauga, Ontario, and Canada, Wilmington, Delaware, Downey, California. Thank you to our listeners in Oakley, California, Monroeville, Pennsylvania, Salzburg, Pennsylvania, and last but certainly not least, Roxbury, New York. Thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know, do you love Figment and do you love Journey into Imagination? And would you wait seven hours for a popcorn bucket? Oh, that's a good one. Let us know on Facebook or Instagram. At a Pinch of Pixie Dust podcast. You can also email us at pinchofpixiedust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys, we hope your lives are full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys.